Wine and Shine podcast, episode one. So that was my whole thing when I came to Columbus. I was like, mm-hmm. God, I can just go to Red Lobster. Whenever I want. Whenever I want. <laughs> the Olive Garden, I'm in. God, we are not about Olive Garden anymore. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers, but we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Wine and Shine podcast. We are super excited to have you with us for our very first episode. So before we get started into today's topic, which is moving, and we'll get into that a little bit later, Mm -hmm. um, we want to kind of talk about why we started this and who we are, because right now, too, we're strangers. You don't know anything about us unless you're already our friends. We could be really (laughs) creepy. We're not. (laughs) Promise. Don't tell anyone that. Like, like, to be honest, we're probably your most average 27, 28-year-old girls. Which is kind of why we started this, because we... Walk a lot, run a lot, talk a lot. Go to exercise classes a lot. (laughs) And we'd have these conversations that we thought surely other people are having. We just have a lot of thoughts. Like we, and maybe a lot of anxieties. Maybe that's where it stems from. We just have a lot of thoughts and we just have to talk them out. And we decided that all of the things we were discussing were concepts and topics that a lot of other women around us were also discussing or worrying about or Mm -hmm. contemplating. So why not share them, put them on the internet for everybody to listen to and maybe get some value out of what we hope you get some value out of. And I think we've talked a lot in setting this up that this isn't a, we have all the answers and follow these steps to become the perfect you. Right. I mean, we can tell you things that work for us or don't work for us. And, thing, and things that we're trying, things that yes. we're experimenting in our own lives just to be the better versions of ourselves. But at the, like, for example, we follow a bunch of podcasts right now, or we're reading a bunch of books on, you know, things from diet and exercise to mental health. And we're getting information from these sources. Like we don't know the right answers. No, because they're all different. People have different perspectives. Yeah. I've literally read conflicting things and... You just have to choose what works for you and... That's the thing, right? Anything that works for you Mm -hmm. is really what you should use. So I guess what we're trying to say is this podcast is hopefully going to be informational. Something, Hopefully you take something away from it that you can use in your own life. And we are obviously more than happy to share, again, what works for us and answer questions um, that any of you may have. But ultimately, we just hope to have open and honest discussions and share with you guys um, our authentic selves and learn a little bit about you guys along the process. Absolutely. Yeah. So should we get started? Yeah. I think we should talk about how we became friends. Oh God, this is a good story. I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite. I want to hear a little bit about it from your perspective. Okay. Because so <laughs> when we, we went to college together, Yes, we're fre- we're freshman year roommates. And that's both, how the that we blossomed into what we are today. And we lied on our application and said we weren't <laughs> messy. Let's be real. <laughs> Who ever was totally honest on their college application? Like, hi, I clean my room every day. No, like you're not gonna say you're not gonna put like your honest opinions down. No. I don't think. Well, because the answers were like, I'm a total... It basically was like listing these things. And the worst one was like, I live in squalor and am homeless. (laughs) Right. And I was like, I mean, that's kind of true, but I'm not going to put it. I remember specifically... So we're both on this verge where we try and be neat a lot of the time, but we're also slightly messy. Like it's a fine... we Naturally messy. Right. Good intentioned, messy people. Yeah, it takes a little effort on our parts to keep keep things where they need to be. But I remember like putting on my application, like, yeah, I clean four times a week, absolutely, because I want somebody <laughs> that's not gross to be my roommate that will also clean four times a week. And just like you know, somehow both of our half truth applications ended us together. together. 
in the same room. So when we went to college, it was 2007. Yes. Um, Facebook. Out of my university. Just, I think my junior year, it had just become where you didn't need a college email address to have it. Yes. And so I'm like filling it out. Do, 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 do. And that you can't see it, but I'm fake typing. <laughs> it was really classy. <laughs> and I, it says interested in. And I was like, oh, goodness. Like, I don't want people thinking I'm trying to meet people on this thing. Because it was also at the start of internet dating. Was, she did not notice that it said, didn't it say something it about interested your... interested in. And I thought okay. it meant... For friendship. For friendship, everybody. For <laughs> friendship. I was 16 and naive and stupid. Yeah. So I put that I was interested in men and women. And <laughs> the concerning part is, like, I had this up for a year. Oh, yeah. And no one, none of my real friends, like, friends that knew me in person were like, Liz, did you know that your Facebook indicates that you are both ways? Yeah. Nope. So... <laughs> Flash forward, is that the right word? Yes. Flash forward to Nina looking up her current roommate. She gets like a notification in the mail. Like your roommate is Elizabeth Weger. Great. Facebook, here I come. So I log on and here she is. And tuba plane. Well, you thought it was tuba. It's a trombone. Okay. So basically. Low brass. Basically her profile indicated to me that she was interested in men and women, which I'm were totally liberal people here. So I was not at all concerned. And I thought she was a tuba player. So this whole time, I think I have a, a bisexual tuba playing roommate. And, and I told all your friends. All my friends. And also- Maybe people that weren't your friends. Right. Like, I don't know. I was like, guys, yeah. So this is really all I know about my roommate. I, I know that she's bisexual, which is totally awesome. Um, she plays the tuba. And her name is Liz Weger, which was also incorrect <laughs> because it was Liz Weger. Everything about her perception of me it was, right. was wrong. So we talk on the phone and I feel like we instantly clicked on the phone. Like it was not awkward. Can I tell you something creepy? I don't know if I've told you this. I liked your speaking voice. Like when we talked on the phone, Why, I, thought, yeah, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought to myself, I can definitely have conversations. Look what we're doing now. But I can definitely have conversations with this girl. Like I liked your speaking oh, voice. It's nice. I don't know. It's true. Do you ever, you judge people on their speaking voice when you hear them on the phone, right? You don't judge them, but you kind of get, you try like formulate a picture yeah. of them in your mind when you yeah. hear their speaking voice. But yeah, so that the whole formation of our friendship was founded on this odd- Shenanigans. On shenanigans. But- um, So we clarified that real quick. I don't think I've ever run to a computer so fast in my <laughs> lifetime. Actually, oh my gosh, was that back in dial-up? Oh, what if not I not talk to no, you No, dial-up was done at that it time. at the same time. I think dial-up was over at that time. Mm. We're not that old. It changes so fast. It does. <laughs> but but fast forward again to freshman year of college. And that's kind of when these conversations began. It was late nights. Yeah. Being silly. We used to make YouTube videos. We did. We just have always had a lot of stupid stuff on our minds that we wanted to talk about. True debt. Yeah. And now... And now in the present day, I am a choir teacher, teach middle school little singers, and it's a good time and I love it. And when I came to her choir concert, I wept because I was like, oh my God, I remember <laughs> when you were in conducting class. <laughs> That's what you do for your friends. You're emotionally invested in their happiness and their success. That's and great. you. I do marketing for credit unions, which is not what I went to school for, but I do love it. Um, you do. It sounds and you're really boring. good at it. It's really not though. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, she tries to talk to me about it and, and like, I don't understand the words that are coming out of her mouth, but I support her and I love her Thank and you. I saw her cute office yesterday and I love it. So I guess. Let's get started. Let's we'll get started. So that's a little bit about us. Yay. What we've said we're going to do is drink wine. Because we this. like wine a lot. But I feel the need as a disclaimer to let you know that if you've come thinking we're sommeliers and we are going to be like, mm, aromas of blackberry. <laughs> I taste the smoky hints. You are very nope. mistaken. <laughs> no. Um, what we're going to do, and unfortunately, they don't have a Bordeaux on it, but at Nina's bachelorette party, we got a really cool wheel that has... <laughs> We got a really cool wheel. <laughs> it's like a little paper wheel and you spin it around to like what kind of wine you're drinking and yeah. it tells you what it tastes like and what food it goes well with. 
And again, this is for the people that enjoy wine and enjoy food, but also don't know how to do it on their own. Right. So people give you a small guide, a wheel. So if you want to follow people that don't know what they're talking about on Vivino, that is the app similar to Untapped for beer, but for wine. And we will be rating. We'll be rating everything we drink. Our username is Wine and Shine Podcast. That's and with an ampersand. It's a little sign. Yes. I was gonna, I was just gonna say, like, what is an ampersand? <laughs> so clarification for everybody. It is it's the, the squiggle sign. symbol. Yes. Um, you can listen to what we or listen, read about what we like to drink. Yeah. Or have drink on the show. So Liz, what are we drinking today? Because you were the one that so brought the wine. Today I got this at Canardo Wine and Cheese in Upper Arlington. My boss goes there, I think. Was it really regularly? It's a wine shop and they tell you, like I can go in and there and be like, I want this kind of wine that kind of tastes like this and goes well with this. And I'll be like, oh, I have the perfect thing. So those are the people you want to go to. Right. Don't go to them. Don't go to me. (laughs) That Um, know about the wine. But I was like, I like Bordeaux and I don't want to spend a crap ton of money. Yeah. So this was $24.99. I normally wouldn't spend that much on wine, but I had had several glasses. So I was like, sure, $25 wine. And it's our first episode. So cheers. Can we cheers? Can you hear the clink? We're going to cheers right now. Not sure if you could hear that or I not. I think I heard the clink in my headphones. You so. did. So yeah, there's our cheers. So our first wine tasting. So if you want to know about the Chateau de Creusot. Do we know that is how you say it? I took French. Oh, okay. I could call it Chateau de Creusot. No, Chateau <laughs> de Creusot. That's how I would say it if I didn't know. <laughs> We're going to go with what you first said. Chateau de Creusot. Cool. 2012. Um, on Vivino, let's, let's read here. Um, someone has indicated raspberry and blackberry tones, um, earthy, I've seen, dry, bold. It's a red. Very smooth. Um, Clear. This one is in French, so that's legit. If we could translate that, I'm sure it would be great. So this appearance, clear, medium golden with tears. What does that mean? So you know what? This is a joke. You know what? If anybody listening to this wants to give us any advice on what we should be looking for, what we should be, you know, like tasting when we're doing these wine um, reviews, please let us know. Send us an email over at wineandshinepodcast at gmail.com because we would love to hear how to actually do this because it's fun and we're going to be doing it on every episode. (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading a one review that says Louise didn't like it. Earthy. Who's Louise? <laughs> she didn't like it. Okay, so this review has the name of the person, right? And then underneath, that person just wrote, Louise didn't like it. Poor Louise. Well, I'm going to drink it right now. Okay. And we can... Okay. It's, um, I would say, a light finish for a red. The end is, is lighter. Heavy, I want you all to know if you can see her face <laughs> while she's describing this right now. She's immediately changed to like a serious, per- like a wine connoisseur right now. <laughs> like she's pinching her fingers. Her eyes are slightly closed and glazed. <laughs> and glazed over. She may have been drinking it before she started. Um, a light finish. A light, you know what it actually reminds Dark at me? first and light at the end. That's how I kind of, kind of take it. You know what this actually reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of my grandma's wine a little bit. Oh, Yeah. So Nana. I am 100% Italian. My grandparents are straight off the boat, um, literally. And my grandma makes her own wine and they like get Shut the up. grapes. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. How have we been friends for 10 years and you have not known that? I my love someone Nana's wine. Does she still make wine? Yes, absolutely. Every year. What? Like in a big bin, they take the, like it's a giant Did she stick. Did she it like Lucy? They have not, they've, straight away from the barefoot stomping. They have like a big stick, yeah. And they put everything in a big jar or a big jar, like a big tin. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's just earthy. I really think that's what, now I understand what she was saying. Louise didn't like it. Because it was earthy. It's earthy. It just tastes like real, real, like from from the vine. And I think the lightness that I'm tasting is the fruit finish at the end. Mm-hmm. You start earthy, heavy, and then evolve at the end to a lighter, fruity finish. 
So I think if you're looking to have a nice wine, probably for dinner, like with yeah. a steak or something like that. I wish I we like, had our wheel. Cause then I, that would say, I wish we had a steak. I wish I had a steak right now. Um, I think it would be a really good pair for dinner. Mm-hmm. I would totally drink it again. Yes. But I wouldn't drink it if I'm like, I'm planning to get crazy on wine tonight. It's definitely- What do you drink when you get crazy I drink wine? like something light. To me, Chardonnay-nay. like Chardonnay, Chardonnay-nay. I love Chardonnay-nay. Chardonnay. Um, I really like Pinot Grigio. I don't, it's a dry wine, so I don't, mm. it's not like as light as, you know. I used to drink straight up, mus- like Moscato was what I would drink and I would feel super fancy. Mm-hmm. I'll have a wine, Moscato. And it's still good and I still like it, but it's pop. Like you know, it's soda. Yeah. It, you'll drink it down and you'll feel super great. You will feel super great after you drink it all down. You know what? I think this is a perfect, uh, perfect, perfect transition actually to get into our topic for today. Um, yeah. So on today's episode, we are going to be talking about moving and basically all of the excitement and anxiety that goes along with the The thought of moving and your choice and what you want to do and how it affects your life. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we've been talking about a lot. For years. Yeah, I was going to say recently in the past month, a lot, but really we've been talking about it for years. So I think just like every other millennial, well, not every other millennial, but a trend mm-hmm. is our generation wants, you know, our parents wanted to be out in the suburbs with their little lawns and their white picket fences mm-hmm. and their cars. And we're like, let's get some public transportation and some city living. And yeah, and it, we're different. Yeah. I mean, my, like my background is my dad was a laborer and he didn't go to college. Neither of my parents went to college, actually. My dad, you know, graduated from high school, went straight to work, like, bought his own house. My mom ended up, when they got married, moved into that house. She was a stay-at-home mom. Like, and they just really value, what you itching over there? <laughs> I had a scratch in a very weird place on my shoulder. On her shoulder. On her... <laughs> okay. Remember that people can't see you. So when okay. we go, so I had to, hey, what are you scratching over there? I had a scratch in a very odd place. <laughs> on my shoulder. Let me add that before people's minds go, you guys. You're terrible. If Get your mind went to your mind's place. out of the gutter. Anyway, um, yeah. So and and that's just like what they did, and I love and appreciate and like value that about them because, I mean, that's where I grew up, you know. Mm-hmm. And he owns his own. He owns the house now. You know what I mean. And that's just a part of who he is and a part of what he values. But now here we are, both married, right? Yeah. And what's the next step? What is usually the next step? House. People buy a house or people and start having babies. We and don't even know. We've talked a lot, like. Do we ever want a house? Right. Are we forever renters? And that's what we've been talking about a lot lately because we're at this moment where, you know what? If we wanted to, we could start looking for houses. We could start planning for Mm -hmm. it. We could start picking a location, start looking at things, getting a realtor. But I don't know that that's what I want or Cody, my husband, wants, you know? So I guess let's start with pros and cons of houses and apartments. Mm Mm-hmm. And things we've been talking about. So yeah. I think, you know, I look at what I have to pay down for an apartment. And like, I once had our hot water tank explode on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Well, it leaked. It didn't explode. It was dramatic. I like that you remember it was like, on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday morning, my water heater exploded. It was in June of 2011. I God. things. <laughs> anyway, um... Like, I just called the emergency maintenance line. Right. Mr. Nice Maintenance Man came in, fixed it. I did have to mop some stuff up. I mean, he wasn't going to clean it up for me, but I mean, that was it. And I think about, you know, you get the house. It's not it's not the $150,000, $200,000, whatever it may be, home, and you're done. It's continually... Right. Your washer and dryer breaks, you have to fix, you fix it. it. You, you know, what? like you said, if any, whatever, like lawn care, you have to buy a lawnmower, mm-hmm. you know, just expenses you don't even think about. Like property insurance and uh, mortgage insurance or pro- property taxes, mortgage yeah. insurance. Um, I'm trying to think of other... Sometimes I look, I'll go, I'll expenses. be cruising through Zillow and I'll just put in the information. Like I want a house, I want to spend this much and I'll look it up. And they'll give you your monthly estimate. You know what I mean? Like how much mm-hmm. you'll pay. And I'll think to myself, oh my gosh, I could get a house and pay 
less than what I'm paying for an apartment. Right. And then I think, wait a minute, no, because like you said, that doesn't include property taxes. That doesn't include whatever other things I don't know about yet because yeah, I'm not a homeowner, but it doesn't include like saving for a, if your dishwasher breaks or whatever the case may be. I mean, also I think our issue is if we get a home in our price range where we would want to be. Yes, I know where you're going because that's exactly how I feel. You're going to have to sink like 50,000. I mean, how much are you going to spend over the course of the time you're in a house? Like, let's say I move to Clintonville Mm -hmm. and I get my $160,000 home. It needs all the work. I put $50,000 into it. It's not done. Like, you're going to keep... You know, after a while, you're going to need carpet and then you're going to need... You know what everybody said? Well, not everybody, but people have said to me is like, well, then you've increased the, the, equity. the equity on your house. And then when you go and sell your house, if it's, you know, when you sell your house, you'll make that money back or you'll make more than what you put into it. And I get that. Like, I get that. So a part of me thinks, you know, all of these things, like I could get a house somewhere where a lot of people are going to want to move to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another thing then you might be paying more for a house in a location that other people are going to want to move to. You could flip a house or you could, I don't know. Like there's there's definitely like cool things about owning your own house and having your own oh, space. For sure. I mean, you can just do more to it. I guess my whole issue with the equity, and I might be totally wrong with this, but like, okay, so you sink $50,000 into it. You're going to keep... No matter what you say, you're going to keep spending money on it. It's yeah. just going to keep, it's it's going to be a never, when you get something done, you're, by the time you get, you know, X done, you haven't done Y for six, seven years, you need to do it, it again. Yeah. And I also think, especially because with our personalities, we always are like, go, 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 or let's do this, or what now? What's right. the new projects? Yeah. Pro- yes. <laughs> See? Jinx. <laughs> projects. What's the new project? Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into a house and the first thing I'm going to do is I want to look at the kitchen. Not that I cook or anything. Let's get that out there. No, but <laughs> right my husband now. needs a space to do But my work. husband needs some space to cook me some dinners. And, you know, I'm trying to cook, by the way. I might have... undercooked chicken the other day. It was, I'm sure, great. <laughs> made you some die. chicken, Brussels sprouts. It might have been undercooked, but I'm still <laughs> alive today. Um, but I look at the kitchen. And then if it's not, if that's one of the things... Like, say we buy the house. And it's a kitchen I don't love. What am I going to want to do first? Kitchen. Renovate the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then after that's done, I'm going to say, well, what next? You know what? I would really love to put hardwood floors in the bedrooms. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, it's like you said, it's going to be ongoing. And then 10 years down the road, you're like, oh, this kitchen is so dated. I need to do the kitchen again. That's the other thing. Like, it's never done. What if you get, when you're in a home, and this is what me and Cody struggle with. We talk about this all the time. You are stuck in that home until you sell it, if you decide, until mm-hmm. you decide to sell it, right? So like, I personally am a huge flip-flopper. I'm just going to say it. I like oh, to me too. live somewhere, like I'm in, I love my apartment right now. But what am I doing with you today? Looking, Looking at, at apartments downtown. downtown. Because I feel like I just am not ready to settle. Like I'm just not ready to do it yet. And maybe I'll find the correct house one day. But Again, who knows what I I'm going to want to do in a week. I think a lot of it, and I don't want to dwell too much on this, but a lot of it has to do with that we don't know where we stand on children time frame for me, if ever. Yes. And so, you know, I think people in the past, they bought houses because they're like, got to pump out those babies. Yep. And maybe pump wasn't the right way to use. <laughs> Let's use a less... Uh, got to have those babies. Yeah, have those babies. And get them in a good school district. And, and nothing is wrong with that. Like that's, no, a, that's, that's a beautiful thing because if I was having, if I was looking into having a home, I would absolutely be thinking down the line if I'm going to have right. kids, where do I want to have my kids go to school? But since I'm not there yet... No. Which is a conversation for another podcast. Yes. We have a lot of thoughts on that for just us in general. Mm-hmm. And like it's, what we're ready for and what we're not ready for. I, I can tell you that since I lost my purse in Aruba, I'm not ready. I can't lose a child in Aruba. I can tell you that since I can't find my phone charger at least six times out of Solid. seven yes. days a week, I'm probably not ready to bring a human into the world. Yeah. And they're always like, no, but you will be. And I'm like, I don't know. you know, but I think I'm going to give us the benefit of the doubt here. I think when I think we, we put our it. mind to something like, for example, work is our thing, you know, like that we mm-hmm. like 
I love teaching. I love being a music teacher. You love doing marketing for your credit union. Like when we put our mind to something and we're invested and we're like full, full in to what our project is, like we get the stuff done. Like, and we do our best job at it or the, as best as we can. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day when our uterus is twitching. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when, <laughs> when, um, when the clock is ticking and yeah, I get- That's better. What, <laughs> what have we said today? Um, and I get that sense that like it's time. Then maybe that's when I will change to putting my all into that. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think we're looking for a lifestyle that is not one that people with children are living. And which why, I think is why we've been looking at moving downtown. Like yeah. We want a community, but not a community of like moms. Not that there's anything wrong with community It's moms. just not, just we're not, not in that not community yeah. yet. We don't have anything in common with that <clears throat> right. community. We're looking for like, wake up on a Saturday, go downtown to my little coffee shop. Grab like, Jackson and Kobe, our pups. Park. Yep. Yeah. Get some errands done, do some cleaning. Which I guess is all stuff we could do here. But Absolutely. But it's, the atmosphere is different and the energy is different so, downtown. Yeah. No. So we were downtown today, actually. And um, we, me and Cody were just walking down like some of the side streets. And I just loved all the houses. And like there were so many people, like young professionals, it feels like. Young professionals mm-hmm like sitting on their patio on this Sunday morning. I saw a bunch of people walking their dogs around. And again, it's not like that doesn't happen in New Albany, right? But it's just the atmosphere. It's like a different, it's a different vibe. And it's a vibe that I want. I don't know yeah. how to describe it. I don't either. Because my parents don't understand. No. Not that they need to. That's an issue in itself. Yes, that is an issue that I deal with on the reg. Yeah. But yeah, and then we went and we looked at... um a duplex that you and Zach had your eyes on. Yeah, it was very appealing because it was in an area. So we like German Village and which is, it's not really, I mean, it's downtown, but it's kind of like a little borough. It's not really it's in the heart of the of, action. It's like just yeah. south of downtown. Um, we're from Columbus. Did we say that? Mm. Columbus. We love Columbus. Um, <laughs> so Marion Village is like right on the outskirts of that. And I think it's one of those communities. It's nice and great. Um, I just, I think it's one of those communities, like a lot downtown. It's up and coming. Up and coming. Yeah. Kind of depends what street you're on. Um, but close enough to everything that Zach and I like that I, it was like, yeah. And I have a friend that lives there. He loves it. He said he's had no problems. I feel like people are doing exactly what that guy did is mm-hmm. renovating houses there because they, they know, know, because they know that people... Right now, they're cheaper, first of all, mm-hmm. because it is up and coming. Like, yeah. there are sides of Marion Village that you probably don't want to live on yet. Mm-hmm. But there are also a lot of people that are renovating and flipping houses for a great cost. And young professionals yep. are moving in. So, we looked and I was very intrigued because it was cheaper, actually, than what we have now. I wouldn't say more space because the upstairs bedrooms were yeah. pretty small. Mm-hmm. But had an extra bedroom... Um, had a basement, which probably would get water damage. Um, had a really great outdoor yard with a fire pit and parking that was like reserved because mm-hmm. I don't love the idea. The patio of, like, was cute too. Patio was we had a little patio. Yeah. So it was cheaper. And I was already, I was telling my husband, I was like, call our apartment and complex, see how much it is to break our lease. Because we just signed our lease. We've got like nine months left And if thing. you know anything about me and Liz, when we get our minds going on something- We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Right like, now. Yeah, like call them now. Like, we're oh, this is it. Like, I'm excited. Like, yes, yes, yes. Let's so go, go, annoyed. go. He was like- He's like, I'm not calling right now. We were now. literally walking on the sidewalk of a busy road. Right. That is our and scenario. And Liz is like- and I'm like, call them now. Pull out your phone call. Like, we're figuring this out now. Well, oh well. It's a personality trait. You you, you take it, you yeah. love it, or Someone's you hate it. has got to be take charge right. in a relationship. Yeah. So, Nina thankfully talked me out of the decision to spend thousands to break my lease and move downtown right now. Because I have made my fair share of moving mistakes. Like, we one time decided to leave a little apartment we were in, move into a, like it was a two bedroom on Otterbein's campus. It was, I'm not joking you, 400, I think dollars a month, but it didn't have laundry. It didn't have, it had like- You couldn't get your couch in? I couldn't even fit my couch in. It was very old. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And we tried... So I was trying to do this whole, yeah, I can make an old look new. I can paint. I can add cute furniture. I can add curtains. Could have. I think I could have, but I also feel like there's a part of me that needs to know that that isn't all me. Like that's not all my style. I also like clean lines and I like renovated spaces, you know, that's just part of who I am and what makes me happy. So long story short, we like moved all of our stuff into this place. And then I had a mild panic attack slash breakdown and moved everything back out the next day. Cody was a trooper that day. Cody was a trooper. And we thankfully had not signed any leases or even signed, um, like broke our lease at the other place. So we were good to go. And I'm going to close this curtain right now. Thank you so much. Because the light is shining in your eyes and you're making really amazing faces. Um, but yeah, so we talked you down only because I didn't want you to no, jump into I something you wouldn't that. love. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a good financial choice. It wasn't while I did like it. Oh, that's glorious. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I did like it. It wasn't like obviously I listed there were things that were wrong with it. I'm yeah. pretty sure I walked into the basement and I was like, are there dead bodies under here? Like I was a little concerned. <laughs> so when you were walking down those steps, you looked very, very nervous. Yeah, I was like, mm, and like Zach, this. that's the funny thing. Her husband, Zach's like, let's be real. You're not going to do laundry down here. Like no, that because is something- I'll be like, there are ghosts in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> like that would totally be me. And yeah. I definitely wouldn't go down there when he wasn't home. Mm-mm. So yeah, no, no to that one. But, but we know, we have this feeling every time we're downtown that it's something that we want to do. And I think it's because, well, wait, you're going to be 28 in October, November. in a month. Oh, November. I mean, the first day of November. So. All right. Yeah. October plus one. <laughs> November 1st. October 32nd. October 32nd. And yeah, and I'm 27. I won't be 28 till March. But you know, we're in our late 20s and we've lived in the suburbs. I mean, we've, that's all we've lived in, I mean, right? it's convenient. And it's nice. It's fine. It's just, but... We've never experienced the city. And I think that's sad to me, Mm -hmm. to me. I know a lot of people never live in the city and that's totally fine. But to me, I feel like, you know what? Am I going to regret in five, 10 years when I have a house and I'm, you know, in my backyard sitting on my hammock with my glass of wine? And am I going to be like, you know what? I I could have lived in the city. I really wish I would have lived in the city. Also, but I want to pose this question to you because Zach and I were talking about this. Yeah. So we were talking about why we want to move. And is it this generation's keeping up with the Joneses? Like it used to be like you'd look over at your neighbor and he'd be like, oh, they have two cars. I should get the second car and the house with the extra bedroom. And now it's like Hmm. everyone's putting their stuff on social media and you see these people living their little happy downtown lives. Yeah. Snapping their little downtown brunch. And is it really what we want or is it us actually falling victim to like what society wants us or our generation pushing us to think? Yeah. Because that's what everyone is doing. I mean, if all of our generation is moving downtown, are we just following the herd? I honestly, I don't think so for me because I feel like I'm getting more push from people to own a house at this time. Like when I That's think about true. what society's telling me or what my parents are telling me or maybe what other married, recently married couples our age are doing is they're looking for houses. Yeah. And what I want to do is like, me and Cody just enjoy going downtown. Like we'll take Jackson downtown. We'll go walk around Goodale Park or we'll decide like, hey, let's just go grab some brunch today or whatever. And whenever I'm down there, it's that sense of community you were talking about. Mm -hmm. I feel like I belong down there. I'm like, I love this. I feel happy. Like I feel that I want to have my little house in whether it's a Victorian village or Harrison West or short North area, like a couple blocks away from that high street, like Mm -hmm. away from the main street. And then walk two blocks to go to a coffee shop or walk two blocks to grab happy hour with Cody mm-hmm. or like when we want to go downtown, like we all went downtown a couple nights ago, Friday night for Cody's birthday. And like, it would be so great to just be like, I'm going to take a $5 Uber home. Like I want to be in the action where I can do all of these fun things and do it now while I think is, while I can, right. like, this is the time for me to do it. I agree. 
But you're right. I mean, it's really easy to get swayed by Sometimes social media and all of the, what the cool, I don't want to say cool people, like what the hip people are doing. No, I don't know what just, to say. I feel like with me, and this is what I wear, because you hear me. I'm like, oh, yeah. like all those bros from Pint House and all yeah. this. Like sometimes I worry that I actually, what I want is not that. Because mm-hmm. I get kind of like, I don't really love crowds of people. I don't love traffic. And that's downtown. What do you want from living downtown? I want the walkability. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... Walkability to where? Because I thought about this too. I say the same thing. Like right now in my apartment in New Albany, I can walk to Starbucks. I can walk to Walgreens. Yeah, I guess I can walk to I Giant like Eagle. I like the idea of local. I like the idea mm-hmm. of patronizing businesses that I can't get anywhere else. I don't... I mean, like I'll go to chains. I'll go to Starbucks, but I love Roosevelt. Yes. I love little local coffee shops that have a different vibe. I love little boutiques that you yes. will find the same shirt that everyone else is wearing. I guess it comes back to like, I love the food and, and drinks too. Yes. Like, like the food and drink in downtown Columbus mm-hmm. is amazing. Really good. And it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I don't know. I don't want to go to Red Lobster and Coles. <laughs> okay. I don't, I mean, when's, the last time, when's the last time you've been to Red straight Lobster? Straight up, I used to love Red Lobster through college. No yes, way. I do. Okay. I've never seen you. <laughs> hey, Nina, let's go to Red Lobster tonight. I go with my mom when she would come. Look, when you grow up in... Farmville in the corn, and you have to drive an hour to get to like a freaking Apple Walmart, right? No, Walmart, no, Walmart was, was the, in the it's a hit actually, spot. And Applebee's was only 25 minutes away. I will give that credit where credit is due. Yeah. But I mean, I didn't even have regular access to chains. So that was my whole thing when I came to Columbus. I was like, mm-hmm. God, I can just go to Red Lobster whenever I want. <laughs> whenever I want. <laughs> the Olive Garden, I'm in. God, we are not about Olive Garden anymore. I will say their lunch or their unlimited breadsticks and okay. salad special is I'll give you a that. Deal. I'll give you that. When we have a Sunday after church and we're like, what do we want? Okay, we've only but, done that twice. But we've got... <laughs> we got they're like, like a great idea. and their soup and salad. But well, I mean, when you have... I'm trying to think of Italian restaurants. Even Marcella's, which is like, you know, a Cameron Mitchell one yeah. getting in chain territory. It's... So much better. Mm-hmm. Can't think offhand of any really good Italian restaurants. There's one in Polaris in a little strip mall that I went on my anniversary that I can't remember what it's called. But I don't know. I mean, my point being, why go to Olive Garden when you could go there? Right. No, and I know what you mean. So you want to move downtown because you like you do want to move downtown. Then I That's do. Half the I reason. Don't like you. I don't. D- I don't love the idea of maybe getting mugged. But that or my it, or my car broken into or harassed by a homeless man. Then like you did. might want to live somewhere that's a little bit not up and coming. That is established. Established. There you go. I think that's. I think you're answering your own questions a little bit. See, this is soul searching. This whole podcasting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've already answered my question. I guess. Like another thing, me and Liz is kind of off topic, but another thing that me and Liz talked about when even starting this podcast was. It's kind of therapeutic for us. I mean, it's therapeutic for us. It's not right. kind of therapeutic. For, it is. Mm-hmm. And we hope that people that listen to it can go, I'm having these same thoughts. Right. And I've never thought of it that way. Or maybe I have thought of that w- it that way and I don't feel like a weirdo anymore. Right, because other people are thinking it too. And it's really cool because I feel like I've found a reason to read all of the books that I want to read and to like sure. really be brave. I know that sounds super silly, but I feel like it's Can helping me be brave. The brave track from Sarah Bareilles right here. I want to see you be... Yeah. Um, but no, it has. I feel like I'm like, this is okay because now I can explore all of these things and it's time for me to talk about it openly and honestly and to like hopefully have conversations with people aren't just our immediate friends. Like have conversations with people from all over that might be having these same questions, thoughts, concerns. I want to learn from everybody else just as much as I hope they want to learn from us. Yeah, and if someone has an experience maybe going from the burbs downtown, please please let us know. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, at Wine and Shine Podcast, not the ampersand. No. Spell that and out. And on Facebook, spell that and out. Yeah. Gmail. Our Gmail account is wineandshinepodcast at gmail.com. Right. 
Yeah, but we have a Facebook page. We just started that mm-hmm. uh, last week or a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Um, so you guys can message us on that, but we would love to hear any of your thoughts. And was it worth it? Yeah. Was it worth moving downtown? Or was it worth, I don't know, your thoughts on the suburbs versus the city, if I you mean, have the that experience? definitely have pros. I- Cheap. Cheaper. Cheaper. Access to fresh time. Oh gosh, I don't know how many fresh times there are in the world, but not enough. Gahanna, um, another fresh suburb time. by us. T H Y N E. And it's actually owned by Meyer. It is. Yeah, which I didn't know, but it's um a farmer's market. Like it's all organic food, um, beauty products. Beauty products, pretty much every amazing thing it's like that you whole could like. Foods right. shrunk down and cheaper. And it's almost like a Trader Joe's side. In and- a- yeah. Vibe-ish. Mm-hmm. They kind of go for more like the the farmer thing though. They got right. like, tractors and... Yeah. You know. And my almond butter. And your almond, which I had a spoonful right before I drank this wine. The place has like, what are they called? The dispensers? Bulk. 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 But yeah, I made the mistake. So last weekend, Zach and I got cinnamon yogurt covered pretzels, gummy bears. Oh gosh. And chocolate covered cherries. And they gone. All yeah. of them. Yeah. You like know, you can't you can't do it. We were like, oh, we'll just get like a few little gummy bears. And then like I'm pretty sure before you know it, you're eating the whole gummy bag of gone. gummy bears. But yeah, fresh time is the grocery store to go to if you are in the Columbus area and have any near you. Are they out? Do they have them not in Columbus? Oh yeah. They're oh so really? I did Michigan not know based. that. So they're definitely in Michigan and I think other places in Ohio. Like I walked in for the first time and like had a spiritual moment. I've been told for people that maybe live in like Arizona, I've heard this is out West. um, There's a grocery store chain called Sprouts. And Mm. it's basically the guy ripped, whoever made up Fresh Time pretty much ripped off Sprouts and brought it and made it Fresh Time. Well, I'm glad it's here. Yeah. Anyway, pros to the suburbs. Um, Good schools. If definitely good schools. I want to say safety, but then again, I'm not somebody that's lived downtown, so I don't know I mean, exactly. I had someone get in my car? There, uh, yeah. I mean, and I my, my old complex there was a murder. So, <laughs> so suburbs aren't as great not as always as not safe. chalked up to whatever. But I uh, I have another thought about the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I know. I guess this goes with cheap, but like. You get a lot more for your money. Bang for your buck. Yeah, because I have, like I said, a garage. I have mm-hmm. three floors. I have two bedrooms, two and a half baths. And then for the price I'm paying now for me to get that downtown, I'm oh going God. to have- 3000 a month. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. More. Uh, one bedroom. But I, for, for what I'm paying now, I'd have one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And maybe laundry, maybe not laundry. Another and no garage. Talking about- Downsizing our crap anyway, because do we really need all the stuff we have? Yeah, that's for we time. we um definitely another time. Which, but that's another conversation we've had. Minimalists. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with the Minimalist podcast. If you have not listened to the Minimalist podcast, with. I would totally recommend it. They have two books, um, and I have both of them, and I can't think of the titles off the top of my head right now. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. And also we'll talk about this at another time. But downgrading, or not downgrading, but... Downsizing. Downsizing and purging mm-hmm. of your things. Like you don't, it wouldn't be a bad thing to... Right. Maybe you're paying a little bit more, but you have less space, nicer, cleaner, and it really might be all that you need. Do you want to take some questions about moving downtown? Yeah. Um, so... During our show, we would like to um, do a little question and answer segment. And as you guys know, since this is our first episode, we don't have any real questions yet. So we went to... I mean, they're real questions. They're just not from real fans. Right. They're from real fans. They're our friends. Yeah. <laughs> they're our friends. <laughs> they're our friends. And we asked them, we're like, hey guys, it's our first episode. Um, we want to do this question and answer section of the show. Can you send us some questions? And they so did. Nice. Yeah. With two E's. So, Natalie, do you want to pull it up? I think she typed it up here. Yeah, Natalie is our friend who lives in Virginia. That tab right there. This one right here? Yes. She lives in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And she said, 
Can one raise a child in the city? And also, do you think it is worth paying more for the experience? These are tough ones. These Obviously, are disclaimer, we don't know the answer. Because we have never raised a child in the city, nor do we have children. No. But I do have some thoughts. Because um, my friend Jack, he lives in Brooklyn. And we just went to go visit him this summer in August. It was actually an awesome trip, which also spurred my downtown living again. Got going. See, we are in Brooklyn. We Airbnb'd it. Side note, Airbnb is totally the way to go if you're going to be traveling. That's just coming from my own opinion. But I think it's really cool to like live like you are a resident. And yep. that's basically what Airbnb makes you or allows you to do. Mm-hmm. But so we are airbnb in Brooklyn. It was super cool. But um, him and his partner... We're talking about, you know, if they are going to be staying in Brooklyn or when they want to have kids or, um, you know, like where they want to live when they decide to have kids. And he was saying that he thinks that raising a kid in the city or what he's seen since he's been in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. like allows the kids to grow up. Um, I forget the word he used, but like maybe to be more independent, like it allows the kids to be more independent, more open-minded, liberal. And if those are things that you agree with, like I do. I think that's awesome. Like if I grew up in the city, I would probably be a way less anxious version of my, I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to put this out there too. Yeah. Um, and I hope I'm not like overstepping or causing any issues when I say this, but I think I've heard a lot of people my age that are all about the suburbs say mm-hmm. when they talk about schools in particular and good schools, um, they're like, oh, you don't want to be in any ghetto schools, which I find mm. offensive a little bit. Um, As somebody in... Because I feel like the, the education undertone system. is, I want a white school. Right. Like, I feel like that's... I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. I feel like that's what they're saying. Right. And I actually think diversity is something a kid should... I think I would Absolutely. love to... Absolutely. As a kid that grew up in a town... Well, first of all, I lived in Mississippi growing up and I went... I think my school is like 70% black. And I moved to Northwest Ohio and there was not a black person in the town. Yeah. Like, it was all white people. Same with Hartville, Ohio. Yeah. And I don't think that's bad for a kid to grow up because the world is diverse. The workplace is diverse. You need to learn how to grow up with people that are not like you and because that is life yes. and that's real life. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I think he's saying. Like it mm-hmm. helps you be more independent and also being in the city. Like I was, when we were down there, we saw young kids like taking the subway. Like I'm 27 years old and I, I was like, Cody, the subway. you need to look this up on Google Maps. I don't know where we're going. I don't know how to take the subway. And like, then there, here's this like 16 year old kid taking the subway to go to work, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That like, go kid. If you ever have to move somewhere, if you ever have to go do something on your own, you are way more prepared than I ever was. Also, you know, I'm not convinced that the school the issues, you know, people say like, oh, like inner city schools, like you got drugs you got to worry about. You got drugs you got to worry about in Everywhere. The Absolutely. I mean, they're different drugs. A lot of times, in my opinion, they're more expensive, high-end, more dangerous drugs. Like there are so many options too. Like, yes, it's a fact. There are going to be some schools that you, that aren't going to provide as good of an education as your kids deserve. Like that's right. just life. That's the fact of the matter. But there are options unfortunate. too. But there are options too. And so I don't know. I think the answer, in my opinion, I guess, Natalie, is yeah, you can totally raise kids raise kid in the city. You want. You can raise a kid in Alaska. Well, can, not, I meant Antarctica and I said Alaska. I'm sure but Alaska's you can a great raise place. a kid in Alaska too <laughs> if you want, wherever you want to go. Yeah. As long as you can give that kid a good life and provide them, do it. The education that they need to be successful. But and I think it's all about how you parent. And if you know the issues that you might face or they might face as a city kid and, you know, growing up. You teach you them differently prepare. according to where their environment yeah, you is. you do that anywhere. And kids kids acclimate to whatever environment that they're thrown into yeah. as best as they can. Now on to if it is worth paying more for the experience. Because let's face it, that's what you're... Well, that's what a lot of our for. conversation came to, right? Yeah. I... Me? I feel like it is. I want to say yes, I do. And I know, I think a lot of our friends, well, I think that they say no because... Because think of what you could be doing with that money. Right. And I get that. And that's also where my parents are coming from. And And I get that. Like, 
Do I want to retire at 95? No. Like, would it be better for me to take the $500 extra a month in rent, $6,000 and put that in retirement? Yes. 100%. But do I want to be 95? (laughs) Do I want to be 95 and say, what are the best times of our life? Can we talk about that for a moment? The 20s, our 30s. Like, do I want to be 60 and living downtown? I mean, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be 100, probably. And be a cool like city strolling dude. I'm not a dude, but gal, maybe. (laughs) But right now, I want to do it. God damn it, I do. I don't know. I think it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're on the fence. just money. I know. I I struggle. I struggle because I feel like that attitude is irresponsible. But do I think Mm, it's irresponsible? Society has told me. Yes. It's irresponsible. You know what? It is. I'm saying it right now. Mom and dad, I love you. To death. I really purely do. But the reason I think about that is because you are... And that generation, can I say that? Oh, yeah. Is very much like, save your money. Live it within your means, which I get. Time out. You do need to live within your means. I, I get that. I also think that the baby boomers are like... Maybe not your parents in particular, but that generation, they've got like a crap ton of debt. So they're not... I mean, they're not perfect. They're Nobody's mistakes. perfect. But like maybe we need to make different mistakes than they made. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's time for us to say, you know what? I can still like live within my means and find an apartment downtown and live in the city. And maybe I'm getting less for more money. But you know what? That's what I want to do. And that's the experience I want to have. And that doesn't make it wrong. I agree. Just got real passionate for a second. A real. Got real. Real talk. Um... Okay, so we also have a question from Thespina, our friend who lives in Pittsburgh. She says, okay, girls, so I want your opinion on the issue of balancing risk versus gain. For me, New York City offers a multitude of opportunity, especially career-wise. Side note, she is an opera singer. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's proven to be extremely challenging to find employment remotely. Since the cost of living always about that. Mm -hmm. Still coming back to it. Since the cost of living is so high and the lifestyle is not for the faint of heart, is it worth the risk of moving for great potential gain? Or is it irresponsible to go as a poor person with no good plan? And she puts in parentheses, which is how everyone I know in New York City did it. They went and then they figured it out. Question mark. So, oh man, Thespina, I love you and your loaded question. She is complexity. Yes. Um, so as far as that element of people like winging it and going it, you know, just figuring it out. I feel like that's okay because they that wasn't a surprise to them. Mm-hmm. Like I don't feel they like knew. you moved to New York City and you're like, I think I'm going to be pretty set and money's not going to be an issue and I'm not going to have any struggles. You're like, I'm going to go do my passion. I'm going to figure it out. And I this is because this is what I truly want right. to do. So as far as if she should move with no money, I mean, I hate to advise people to do that. I don't know. What do you think, Nina? I think it's okay. So when... <laughs> I like to relate things, I guess, to like my own life. And this is something I've contemplated with Cody because he works Mm. from home. He can pick up and move anywhere. If I were to quit my job, right? Like I, so maybe we're moving for potential gains, like she said. Like maybe we're moving so that Cody can further his career and his business. And we move to, I don't know, like say we move to LA. There you go. We move to LA. Because he loves LA. Because he loves LA. And... Like, is it worth taking the risk to move when you don't exactly know what's going to happen yet? For Cody, the answer is yes. For me, the answer is no. And I I think for Thespina... I think the answer is no. I want... And I don't know, Thespina. I think for you, the answer might be no. Because if you are anything like me and Liz, which I think you are, you like to have a little bit of a plan. You like to have a little bit of some sort of structure and knowing what's going to happen once you get to New York City, if that's what you're planning. And I think if you go there and you are like tight on money or maybe you don't have friends to hang out with there, whatever the case may be, it's not going to be a really good environment to set you up for success. I would agree. But maybe that's coming from a selfish place because I wanted to move to Columbus. Maybe. 
But, but also did we this- just contradict what we just said? What do you mean? Like with ourselves, we're like, just, we're just going to go for it for the experience. Yeah, like, but here's the difference. Here's the we difference. We can afford it. Yeah, the difference is I know what I can afford going downtown. Like I know that it could be tighter on my expenses, right? But it's doable. Or, but it's doable. And I know that I could be getting less for more, but it's doable. We're and I know like what environment I'm getting into. Like we're not going right. to I'm like- I'm not losing my job. I'm not- right. And that's something on a side note, if, I mean, we've talked about so much stuff already, but on a side note, that is something else I struggle with is like what this mean is talking about, like in moving in general, there's one thing from moving to the suburbs to the city, but there's another thing when you're picking up your entire life and you're moving from Ohio to New York Mm -hmm. or Ohio to California or, and I will be completely honest, but like my hands up in the air right now, I am not, I am not ready for that. And I wish I had the guts to be ready for that. And maybe almost, down the line, I might. Well, but. I talked about moving to Michigan, to North Carolina. I'm always going to move. Because you and Zach were so set on Michigan. Talk to, like, just talk about that for a second because so, you guys almost moved. We did. So my job also allows me flexibility. And Zach has a, a talent in graphic design that if he wanted to ever do something with that, he could have that same sort of flexible lifestyle. So... We vacationed in Traverse City and we love it so much, so much. Um, it's just like every time we're there, we're, we feel like we're home, except... Which is how I feel when I go downtown. <laughs> except we went and, you know, we did a lot of research on it. And I thought there's like, there's throngs of people there. And I thought like some of those were residents, but turns out none of them are residents. Like yeah. Traverse City's population, I want to say like Traverse City itself is 15,000 people. And that's just too small for us. Um, Plus, like it's by the lake and so... But you weren't nervous when you thought about picking up and moving, were you? Because I think that's what this mean is talking about. Like what did not make you nervous about just starting a new life because you maybe had potential gains in in Michigan? I just, I like the idea of of saying that I tried that adventure, Mm -hmm. that I gave it a whirl. Which is the same thing with moving to the city versus the suburbs. I think maybe I could get that same desire fulfilled if I just tried it here first. I I mean, I'm torn on it because like, I I like the idea of being like, because everything I have here established is from college. Like everything... The friends you've made, the job connections you've made. Right, I get that. And I feel like I just kind of want to be like, you know what? I've made, Zach and I have made this decision together. It wasn't, you know, residual like high school decision that brought us to Otterbein that then, you know, stayed here. Like it's a decision we would make together. We would make new friends together. We would, I mean, I've heard it actually brings people really in a marriage very close. Um, Not that we need that, but I mean, that would be nice. Right, anything to make you closer, to make you more connected. But- then I think about you, Nina, and all my don't friends leave me. and my family. <laughs> like, I'm torn because I like the idea of of forging these new relationships with people and being able to say, like, I moved and I did this and I met this mm-hmm. person, you know, and missing I, other people that I've known forever. I think the suburbs to the city thing is just a small version of maybe like a bigger concept because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want to miss out on something I could have done. But in all reality, um, I've never lived out of Ohio. So is that something I'm going to regret too? And me and Cody have talked a lot about this because I think the answer for me is I have a super close 100% Italian family. Yes, And do. I have all of my friends that I love and appreciate and adore here. Even though some, you know, live about like Natalie in Virginia or Thespina in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but... um. But yeah, and I like what I've created here. And you know what else I really like? Traveling. Mm-hmm. And I'm and coming back home. And coming back home because this is my home. I feel like Columbus is my home. I'm a teacher and Cody works from home. So we have the luxury to go. Yeah, your, sum- your summer situation could be dope. Yeah, it's kind of stellar. Like you could be like, oh, we're just going to go live in Portland for three months. Right. Bye-bye. And I could do that if I wanted to. So I think the answer to my to Thespina's question is Thespina... What are you really, like when you think about moving to New York and your situation right now, are you nervous because you're afraid that you won't have a job 
or are you nervous like for making new friends or like if it's just because you are feeling really secure here and that's the only reason you might want to leave, then maybe it is something you need to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to explore it. But also I think for you, you need to have a plan and you need to know like, this is where my income is coming and this is where I'm going to live. And if it doesn't work out in this many months, then maybe it's time for me to change course. Because I think you're better equipped to, I think she would be better equipped to perform in a position and just to have when she has head. all the tools yes, backing needs. her up. Because if you're constantly stressed, like, oh, like this month, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent. Like, I got to figure it out. But like, how are you able to function in that kind of mental state? You're not because your mental state affects your physical state, mm-hmm. which affects the way that you perform and mm-hmm. the way that you feel and think and sleep. And that's a whole nother episode I want to talk yes. about. Speaking of. Yes. Anxieties. Got another question? Yeah, we do have another question. Um, okay, so... Brittany asked, and you know what? She's actually moving. So Brittany is moving next weekend. She's moving from her current apartment, which is in Cleveland to like, I don't know if it's a suburb of Cleveland Hmm. or where, but she says, how to decide what hand-me-down furniture to keep slash live with and which furniture to upgrade when moving, when saving for a wedding because she's getting married next summer. If you're saving for a wedding, I'd say keep all of it and don't keep all any of it the until furniture you get married and get some money. Yeah, Brittany, I agree with that too. Also, because I feel like you do really well with like utilizing your resources and like upscaling the items that you have. And, and I think that she's you, very artistic. You are like super she could artistic. Make stuff look really cute that yes would not be cute. So keep it because after you get married. You will hopefully get some moolah mm-hmm. that you can put towards buying new furniture together. I mean, if you want to, here's another thought, which me and Cody have done like numerous times with our moving mistakes, but we will put things um, on Craigslist or like mm-hmm. there's Facebook groups that you can sell stuff within the community. And we'll sell stuff that we don't need. And then we'll just buy something that fits better with our current apartments. You could think about that too. If you have a couch that you super hate, you can also, put it on... Craigslist and yes. sell it and buy something different. On I will tell you, Brittany, and we've talked about does it bring you joy? Does it? Oh gosh. So that's has I to do with our minimalist ways. But. Couch. So my cats and their back yes. claws, it was fake leather. I've had it for like six years, but um my cats walked all over it and their back claws like dinged it and picked it up like mm-hmm. little picks. And then my dog was like, What are these picks? Let me just grab it with my teeth and just rip it right on off. And just destroy this leather couch. So, I mean, you looked at my, like, we tried to hide it with blankets, but it just looked gross. And I mean, it wasn't as bad as you're saying it was, but but, I mean, you walked in, you're like, what happened to your couch? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So we like to have people over. We like to entertain. So it was giving me, I didn't want to have people over Mm -hmm. because every time I had to like, I felt like I had to Every time I came over, you were like, don't move that blanket. (laughs) I'm so sorry, couch. (laughs) You've been abused. (laughs) Every time I came over, you would be like, don't move that blanket. Um, There's scratches like this. I don't freaking care. But But you know what? But it's you. If it didn't bring you joy. It did not. It made me upset. So I- And you have to look at it every day. Yeah. And so- we splurged and we got a sectional and now we like it so much that we sleep, sleep on, on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause because next on our list is our bed, which is I think the mattress, it's Zach's grandma's. And I think it's like 30 years old. And our headboard, I mean, it was really nice. Zach made it out of wood and everything, but it's like it is a nice. piece of wood hooked to a metal frame. And it's just jank and it's not comfortable. And yeah. we share, it's me and Zach, so two adults and a 50-pound dog <laughs> in a full-size bed. Right. So that's next is the bed because it's not, in fact, it's making my back hurt. So it's really not bringing me. So up. priorities. Yeah. But Brittany, I think, but that's like a dire, like if it's like causing you pain or making you upset, Please upgrade the furniture. Yeah, <laughs> like upgrade the furniture. I feel like because I know you, I feel like you're just kind of in this place where you're like, hmm, should I be an adult and get rid of this old furniture and put new beautiful furniture in my new beautiful apartment? And I think, yes, you probably should do that if that's what's going to make you happy. But I also think you're getting married this summer. So wait it out and it'll be totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. So Liz, I think 
Wait, I thought we had one. Do we have one? Do we have all the questions? Those were three. Those were our three questions for the day. We could do this all day. We could, but... But we can't. We are ending, nearing the end of our first episode. We sure are. We sure so are. We are. Can we give ourselves a high five? Is that super corny? Bam. We That's just did that. Enough. You know what really sucks is we're new. <laughs> what? I was like, we're wearing natural deodorant. We're like raising yeah, our arms to high five. a topic for a future episode. I know we keep saying this, but we're just super excited to keep talking to you guys. But we're also exploring like natural products. And right now I'm in the midst of using Tom's deodorant. I'm using Urban Cowboy for her. And I've been using it for about a month. Urban spelled H-E-R-B, like herb. Tom, like the Tom shoes. <laughs> I felt the need to explain. T-A-H-M, Tom. But um, yeah, so we're using natural deodorant and we're and smelling great up here. Doesn't. Doesn't smell work. great. But that again is for a future episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, thanks guys for tuning in and listening and joining us on this journey of our first episode together. We have a lot um, in the works, like as far as we have a lot of stuff coming for you through Facebook, through Instagram. We're going to have some really cool people we're interviewing coming up soon. Yes. We've got them all. Cannot wait to talk about them. Yes. We're working on getting some really cool interviews for you. Yeah. So on our Facebook, we'll probably be asking for some of you guys to send us over some questions regarding to our next episode. So look there if you um, are interested in our opinions or anything that we have to say. And I think that's it. Yeah. All Thanks right. for listening, guys. Until next time. See ya. Bye.